really strange that we keep running into each other. Maybe it means something. I doubt it. Yeah, I don't think so. You could just write your own roles, you know? Write something that's as interesting as you are. What are you gonna do? I have my own club. Yes, you are. Maybe I'm not. It's like a pipe dream. This is the dream. It's conflict and it's compromise. It's very, very exciting. Good evening and welcome once again to Hollywood RX. The doctors are in. How are you, Dr. D? I am fantastic. I am in love. I think I know what you're going to say. <laughs> possibly, possibly. It's true. Um, I'm, I'm completely with you. I was I was so enchanted with this movie. I can't even begin. We haven't even said what the movie is. Well, hang on a second. Let uh, me start. Oh, let me start with this. Let me say that um, this isn't about the movie. This is about the fact that we're going to be doing a few more uh, Oscar contenders than we did last year, and this is sort of basically, for all intents and purposes, launching the the Oscar. Discussion and possibly also ending the Oscar discussion if the Golden Globes was any indication. We are talking tonight, as many of you are already aware, about La La Land. So unless I have, unless I have made a no, terrible you know what? mistake. We should just call this episode The Surprise There episode. you go, right. And then they won't know until... Exactly. Um, so you can, you, do you have a little uh, intro for this? Or are we winging it from the from the top? No, not because uh, that I have nothing to say about it, but I certainly have nothing. I've, I've nothing to, to 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 pick at it either. Okay. I felt like uh, the way I've described it to people is is almost like an opera in the sense that it there is this continuous flow of music that drifts in and out of being what the characters are hearing or singing and what's just normal movie music backdrop to a scene. It very much reminded me of the really old school Hollywood musicals from the 50s, like the Vincent Minnelli. Right, right. American in Paris and Singing in the Rain. It's not Vincent Minnelli, Stanley Donnan. But, um, <laughs> Understood. But you get what I'm saying. I do get what you're saying. Yeah, I had been uh, highly anticipating this, although I knew little or nothing about it. And anything I did here, I almost immediately forgot, other than, you know, Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling. That was kind of the extent of it. Yeah, I, uh, and I have to say that I've, I've re-watched it since then in preparation for this uh, conversation, because I saw it probably the weekend it was released, and I didn't want to come in with mm. an ancient memory. So I have sort of the two different experiences. Oh, you so good about that. <laughs> well, I mean, it was available, so I took advantage, but... My experience watching the theater was not as warm for me as the experience of rewatching it. I warmed to some of it more, but certainly, you know, from the very beginning, it's uh, it's it's delightfully fun. That opening on the freeway, you know, the traffic jam that turns into a into a real jam. Yeah. Well, you know what? A real jam. Nice one. Thank you. Um, no, you know. Uh, that actually was maybe the only thing was that that scene was a little too glee for me. Okay. And I was afraid that that was setting the tone for the rest of the movie. And I, I was quickly reassured that it wasn't, that it wasn't going to be that level of performance. It was okay. much more realistic in terms of 
<clears throat> the songs that are sung, it's more intimate. It's not the the theater, hundred and ten percent. Right, right. Sticking it's, it out there. Yeah. It's more <clears throat> realistic and natural, and I think that's why I responded to this much more than say, Newsies. Right. Oh my God, that's not fair. Although you know Ryan Gosling and uh, and oh, what's his name, Chris Christian from Newsies, Batman. Christian Bale. Christian Bale. I couldn't think of his last name. (laughs) I'm off to a great start. Yes, I understand. It it wasn't that Broadway style. um, Sell it to the last, the last row in the house for the most part. Although that first number sort of was, but you weren't even saying that. You were saying Glee, which is infinitely more cruel than comparing it to uh, than comparing it to. There's no business like show business or something like that. You know. Uh, I knew you were comparing that particular number, and I find that an interesting an interesting choice on your part. That may that may warm up to me the second time around. Uh, maybe. I mean, certainly that song has been stuck in my head for it's four possible. days. I'm going nuts with that song in my head. The Another Day in the Sun, or whatever it's called, which actually sounds like the name of a Disney song, Another Day of Sun, or whatever whatever the actual title is. Feels like something Belle might be singing as she's walking through in Beauty and the Beast, walking through the um, the center of town. I have to say, when I said I was in love, I was sort of tweaking the idea. Uh, the fact is, I have a much much uh, more upsetting reaction to this movie. You and I are not really on the same page, and I didn't want to keep going as, <gasps> as though we were. I felt like I was lying <gasps> lying to you and our listeners. <laughs> You start off the new year and season three with betrayal. Oh, now, please, please. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to mislead you. I just, uh, I I was, listen, here's the thing. That's how it's going to be. There's a giant smile on my face. I hope there's a giant smile in my voice because I really enjoy talking to you about these things. And this movie in particular, I'm excited to talk about. Oh, come on. I'm excited to talk about it, even though I think it is deeply, deeply flawed. But what I really I want start talking. No, but what I no no what I really want is for you to tell me all the things about it that you like, some of which you already did. Um and your oh, your description No, 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 no. Too no. late. No, no, no. You know, okay. ladies well, and gentlemen, he always does this. No, I don't always do anything. He always he, no, no, no. You do this where you you start off with you know, tell me the thing you liked about it the most. What 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 did it mean to you? You're and a then liar. later, oh my god! Later, two hours, three hours, days later, you find out. Oh no, that's the one thing he's not going to touch. Well, uh, no. What? Okay. What I will say this: when you were talking a moment ago about how you felt about the music and reacting to the music, as it is both, you know, through all levels that it appears in the story both as part of the story and and outside the story and all of that. Your description of it was very interesting to me and made me say, I maybe I have to think about this differently and look at this differently. I want to find a way for me to agree with everybody on earth that this is a masterpiece because I'm tired of hearing it and going, yes, but so I'd really Uh, like to, I'd really like to be converted to, to a follower. And I don't need to jump into the things about it that really the, no, I know, I know, I know. Uh, there was so much about it that was extraordinarily charming and delightful. Ryan Gosling is gorgeous as always. He's a gorgeous fellow, but he's very charming. And he can he can dance a little, and uh, he can play a mean piano. 
He cannot He's sing. He cannot sing, which is a strange choice to me that he would be your leading man. But whatever. So um, he's got. A, he's just not got a good voice. He's not a singer. Uh, you're making faces. You're making faces at me like you can't look. He he couldn't get past. He couldn't get past. Uh, it didn't. The Voice or America's Got Talent. He couldn't get on one of those it shows. Didn't, it didn't stick out to me. Oh my God! Then you do need to see it again. You do. Okay. But in any case, he's fan- he's terrific. Emma Stone, because, no, fantastic. But no, but here's the thing. I yeah. forgave it, perhaps, because ah. his character is not wanting to be a singer. Okay. He knows he's not a singer. He's a piano guy. Right. You know? Uh, so even in his fantasized version of the world... Yeah. He doesn't come out crooning smooth as silk, but he's still... Um, well, he's then... still on shaky territory and vulnerable. Okay. I don't know. That's how I possibly was subconsciously justifying. Justifying. Well, just having to justify it at all is to me, it's that's like a problem. It's not Brando and Guys and Dolls. It's not. Oh, that's like right. That. That's good. That sets the precedent. Okay. Now I'm with you. There has been a, a very serious precedent set in the past to cast a guy for his looks and his charm. But uh, his his total lack of the one of the main things you need to do in a musical, mm. I, I get it. I get it. Okay, I, I'm a little bit more All comfortable right. with it now. I actually mean that. But I do think that there are a lot of really talented actor singers, uh, or actor piano actor, singer piano players. Um, but your logic falls down because she's not trying to be a uh, a singer either, but she can sing. So the the justification used for him does not apply through across the boards. Oh no, I disagree. Okay, hang I, on a I second. Don't think that knocks it. Hang on a second. No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> I'm saying hang on a second for a reason. There's somebody who wants to say something. Come here. Oh, do I have to what? Put on this thing? I'll cut you out, but he's not going to hear you unless you say something. Yeah, it's it's true. Hollywood has to have the gorgeous guy, whether he can sing or dance or whatever, because he's the gorgeous guy. Well, what about the gorgeous guys who actually can sing? For example, Zachary Levi. Oh my God! I can't believe you. That's what I wanted to know. I wanted the example. Okay. Okay. He's in a play in New York. They're they want him to do more. He sang for Disney. He sang at some show on television when they lit the Christmas tree. He's amazing and, and he's no gorgeous and he charming. And no one knows who he is. Yes, and no one knows, knows who, he is. who it is. No, he doesn't. No, are you telling me Zachary Levi's as famous as Ryan Gosling? Zachary he's Levi hasn't done any movies. He's a TV and actor. He can sing. He's a TV actor and a play. Whatever. And oh well, that person. that doesn't raise you an up. Actor and that play. takes you down. No. He can sing. All right. Well, you hadn't mentioned uh, Zachary Levi to me uh, previously. No, you guys are talking about gorgeous no, no, and can sing? Day. Plenty. Plenty of people. Why does it oh, have yeah, to be sure. somebody everybody yeah. knows? Why? It's a fucking meanwhile, musical. Why does it have to be this meanwhile, old you know what they're saying in Ryan Gosling? Yeah. Right. Who the hell is Levi? Well, Where's Ryan Gosling? Yeah. All right. Thank you for join, joining us, Zareen. That's a point I never would have made and a reasonable point well taken. You're essentially uh, making a suggestion on behalf of... Yeah, and of... he's younger. Right? Okay. Gosling is old already. He's old already for this role. I don't know. Here's the thing. Everybody on Earth loves this. And and I'm trying to come to terms with what about it is lovable. There's nothing to love about okay. it. Okay, and you... a musical to me is Singing in the Rain, 
That's a musical. Right. Everybody can sing. Everybody can dance. Everybody's cute. Everybody's beloved. Right. And every song is different. Not the same song over and over and over. Okay, and over all right. Again. I need to have my own conversation with him now. Because Thank you. I am sick of that fucking song. All right, all right. Uh, <laughs> I just have to get the anger out because I'm angry about this. So. All right. I need to collect. I think we should leave her in. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's leave her in. Um, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's gonna make, make your life easier. Yeah, sure. <laughs> oh no, what I don't I care. Say? I'd never tell her, and she'll never hear it. Um, uh, but she she makes a good point uh, to a certain extent. Um, <laughs> She's capitalizing on your point. And she, uh, well, yes. Here's the thing: is that is that she's doing it in a way that's so distasteful to me that I don't want her to support my point. But, yes, in any case. Um, and, and I'm leaving that in. <laughs> please, please. So uh, he, I thought that in many, many ways he was, he was, he was uh, trans, he transported me. His performance transported me. Her performance transported me. But I did get a little stuck on what I feel like is a, significantly lower quality for his singing. It's kind of like Russell Crowe in uh, uh, Les Miserables. Oh, that's right. Yeah, see, I never saw that. Oh, you were spared, man. That was brutal. Oh, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. Skillfully dodged that bullet. Okay, very good. Very good. (laughs) Um, Matrix style. (laughs) Well, I... um, Oh, shoot, I lost it. Anyway. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Um, well, it... see, okay, well, here's the thing. You have to understand also where I'm coming from. Yeah. Uh, I hate musicals. There are like maybe three or four that I cherish and the rest. And what are those three yeah. or four? West Side Story. Okay. And I think that's largely because... Because it took place in New York at a time when it was under construction. You know, the, the one of the opening dance numbers is filmed on the construction site where they were laying the foundation for Lincoln Center. Oh, wow. That's really cool. Or Avery Fisher Hall. Or one of the other, I can't remember. But, you know, stuff like that. So there's like a little bit of like a little captured glimpse of New York City history. And yeah, the, like the, the music is fantastic. The, the DNA. See, that's, the, that's the thing, too, is that I always respond... I respond to music more than lyrics. So, you know, everyone who's sick of the song, you know, who those out there who may be sick of the songs from La La Land, I remember one. Like, I, they, they just didn't register with me. To me, they were almost incidental. And mm-hmm. if it wasn't such eye candy, then I would have maybe been a little more annoyed. Getting back to the other musicals I love. Yeah. Um, an American in Paris, the Vincent Minnelli film that I mentioned before, which I feel this movie is indebted to quite a bit in a good way. Uh, that's not a slant on, on Damien Chazelle. I understand. Pennies from Heaven. I, you see, that's really the what Steve I... Steve Martin person. Kind of what I expected from you was when I asked you what are the five, I thought you were going to name five things that were probably barely musicals or were like a super avant-garde 
you know the avant-garde musical no yeah well i think pennies from heaven is pennies from heaven is that's an odd that's an odd duck really i think so well i mean yes but you're saying that because they lip sync as opposed to well lip sync to old recordings as opposed to (laughs) singing it themselves but there is a there is a comparable percentage of dancing to that singing if you weigh the overall movie okay and it uh it still qualifies as a musical to me even though none of the principal actors none of the actors are actually vocalizing and if you want to be technical a lot of the old musicals that we oh no i understand they weren't either yeah right exactly marty nixon dubbed Natalie Wood for what's oh, that story? Well, I don't for even, example. I don't even yeah, mean it I mean, that way. I don't even mean it that way. I mean, even when Gene Kelly's okay. doing his own singing, he's singing on the set to a playback of something that was already done. And what you hear synced up in the final product, it wasn't captured live right, 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 on right, the right. set. It's a manufacturer. Right. Yeah. Right. You know what would be interesting if, if we were decent uh, at what we're doing here is we could have sat down and come up Which with uh, two or three um, movies that were movie musicals that were written for the screen as opposed to West Side Story. Um, Pennies from Heaven would then fit comfortably in that or more comfortably in that than alongside, you know, some of these other ones we've mentioned. Well, it's funny you mention that because Uh another one of the musicals I cherish is in fact... A very early example of that. I think it's from 1947. It's another Vincent Minnelli movie called The Pirate with Gene Kelly and Judy Garland. I know of uh, it. I know of it. are by Cole Porter. <clears throat> and uh, it's actually the musical where um, Be a Clown originates. Yes. Right. But it's very, it's very self-reflexive and hammy. That's kind of about it unless okay. i'm forgetting something and i would say for but, uh, for my side and then we'll swing back to talking about you again uh singing the aforementioned singing in the rain is one of my favorites um i would say that made an impression on me and also fits into the category of made for a musical movie musical made for the movies is all that jazz um, oh yeah, I do like that. Yeah, uh, I mean yeah, it was that uh, is excellent. Roy Roy uh, Scheider made a big impression on me as a uh, twelve or thirteen year old when I saw it. Those Same are, here. and then the thing is, is that I grew up. We had a lot of soundtracks when I was growing up, so I wasn't seeing the movies necessarily. But th- there are a couple of. This is going to make me seem nuts, but. There are a couple of Jim Henson products uh, that came out. They're almost unavailable anywhere. I happen to have a copy of one of them. But the Muppet Musicians of Bremen and the Frog Prince with uh, Kermit narrating both of these. Kermit does not play the prince in these things. But these are actual musicals. They have five or six numbers. They have, you know, uh, you know, not so much dance or scenes, but a little bit of dancing in them, so on and so forth. So I, I have a bunch of this stuff in me, and I have a... a a warm place in my heart for the um, the convention of the musical, but um, and, and I didn't have any problem. See, with... I was I, I was dealing with yeah. I was dealing with, I was considering really only adult musicals. Oh, I know, I know. 
you oh, kind like, of like Oliver. pulled some shit out of your boot. I know, no, no. Hang on. How about, how about like, Oliver? Well, okay, of course, the Muppets. All right, how about Oliver? The 1970-something British. Uh, that's another one that I like a lot. Here's of. the thing about Oliver. Yeah? Here's the thing about Oliver. Uh-oh. Ron Moody is amazing. It's fantastic. Oliver Reed is amazing as Bill Sykes. <laughs> Man. Like, like a musical is not bad enough by itself. How can it get worse? <laughs> what is that four-letter word? I think it starts with a K. Kids. Yeah. Yeah. Kids. Well, Too many much... kids. All the prof. Okay. First of all, saw the movie when I was a kid. Wasn't so anti-kid as I am now. Second of all, I don't see how I'm going to use the same. I'm going to go ahead and justify the kids in the same way you went ahead and justified Ryan Gosling and say that they were just orphans. They weren't supposed to be singers. No, I'm not saying that they can't sing. I, I never said that. Or act or whatever. I'm saying, I'm saying they're an obnoxious presence in a musical. Okay. Well, it's possible that Annie just ruined kids in musicals for, I'm sure, not just me. Oh, God, I don't but, even. But uh, I just, I mean, kids just, don't, kids just don't fucking work in musicals. That's all there is to it. The end. Okay. We can leave them behind and go back to the matter at hand. So, oh, yeah. Actually, I just thought of another movie I really like, another musical I really okay. like. Okay. Written for the screen. Ooh, is it Popeye? Fulfilling your criteria. Ooh. <laughs> that's a good guess, too. Oh, but it's a terrible no, movie. I was going to go, just so I can contradict everything I just said the last 90 seconds. I love it. Bugsy Malone. You see, but do they sing in that? I don't remember them singing. I just remember a yes. lot of kids. Oh, okay. Yes. Be- yeah, no, 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 no. Because, yeah, Jodie Foster had the, at least a couple of numbers. Right. Hey, you know Paul what? Williams would, is it. Would the, um, would the Fabulous Baker Boys count? No, that's not a musical in my opinion. Okay. That's a movie. No, 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 no. That's a movie about music, but okay. not, not okay. a musical. Okay. I accept your reaction. I don't necessarily agree with it or whatever, but... Um, now, what do you think of... What do I think of what? Popeye, since you brought... Oh, I think it's, it's, it's unwatchable. And unlistenable. I mean, the music is terrible. <laughs> the, uh, it's, just, oh, it's just a giant oh, mess. Oh, it's them, just a giant oh, mess. Them's fighting words. Oh, yeah. No, them's fighting words. All right. No. Well. All right. No. So tell me about the great music. All, what? The songs by Harry Nilsson, they're great. Oh, it doesn't matter who wrote them. He should take his name off them. They're not great. They're horrible. Either they're bad or you're... Look, you've got... What's her face? No, He Loves Me, that's an amazing song. She can't sing. It's unlistenable. You can't listen to it. What is her you name? Shelly, Shelly... Time out. Say the actress's name. You said the horrible songs. Yes. You were attacking the songs okay. musically. All and right. I'm saying He Loves Me is an amazing song. But? And it doesn't matter who's singing it. It does matter. Well, not that it doesn't matter who's singing it, but are we talking about Shelley Duvall's singing or are we talking well, about Hold the on song? a second. No, no, no. That's not fair. You can't go, oh, this is a musical that has great songs. It's too bad the people in the musical were singing them. 
then that's not a good musical. And those are not good songs. It's part I of the entire... I Popeye was a good musical. Okay. All right. Um, I, I, still, I still stand... I like the defining music. Yes? No, to like the songs completely independently you, of the movie? Do you own the soundtrack of Popeye and listen to it? I, no, I actually own a bootleg of the demos. Okay. Okay, and do you listen to it? Yes. All right. Then I stand yes, corrected. I uh, listen. I, I, I'm, I'm, so, I'm sorry to bring up names, but sometimes I get in a Harry Nilsson mood. No, it's fine. And that's what that is. That's what you turn to. On. That's fine. Um, you're a grown man, and what you do with the you know the consent of yourself is fine. Um, I hazard a guess that other than you and Harry himself, no one on earth is doing that. Well, Are those he's demos? Dead. Right. Well, then, then you you hold the you hold the crown for that. Um, are the do the bootleg look, demos? Man, not, look, look, I'm I'm not defending Popeye. I'm not I'm not saying that I disagree with you that it is a horrible mess, right? And almost unwatchable. But uh, oh my god! But I look to me it, with the musical. This is this is semantic nonsense from you. To me with the oh. musical, once you. You're, you're separating the 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 song from the singer. That's nonsense. It comes as a package in that musical. So so if it's a terrible right. song, but if, if obviously it, songs exist out, outside of musicals after the original artist who presented it to you. Not those songs. <laughs> What's the cover? Yes, What's the big cover? Oh, people are covering those songs. Yes. All right. He okay. loves. He was covered in uh, uh, Magnolia, Paul Thomas Anderson's movie. All right. I give up. Uh, no, I, I picked. Sorry. I picked Not the Magnolia. wrong thing to focus no, 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 on. No. <laughs> was Mag- no, no, no. Not Magnolia. Punch Drunk Love. Oh, okay. My mistake. Right. Adam Sandler. It's, it's, it's covered not by somebody singing it in the movie. It's it's a no, incidental. Magnolia, Amy Mann covers one by Harry Nelson. Yes, people are covering Harry Nelson. Yes, songs uh, from Popeye listen, have been okay. covered. Hang on, dar- from- hold on, darling. I am not bagging on Harry Nelson or Nielsen or however, however his name is pronounced. I'm bagging on That's the combination you- of those songs and those actors singing them. I will go down for the rest of my life saying that Shelley Duvall can't sing. Paul Dooley can't sing. He hasn't sung a friggin' note since he left the set. You are correct. That anyone could listen to. So, in any case, I, I, I defer to you that the songs themselves are... are I uh, guess I, mis- I misunderstood because I thought you were attacking the songs independently of the movie. Uh, no, I am saying that I, I had never in I had never really thought to judge the songs outside of the movie. I'd never even so you, you can never watch a musical and like the songs, but not like the package. Look, dude, this is getting crazy. No, 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 no. This is getting crazy. Okay, I'm if somebody I'm who asking. can't, if somebody who can't sing, in, to my ear, is singing the song. I have no use for that combination. Now, you're talking right, about something then, else. You're saying, imagine that they weren't singing it. Well, yeah, if I heard somebody who could sing, who did a reinterpretation of it or whatever it was, then sh- sure. I- I'm not an animal, 
but uh, but uh, I feel like you're you're creating a, like a little slot of reasoning that uh, I don't get. It's the kind of thing I used to do, but I got over it. <laughs> it's the oh. kind of... <laughs> oh, it's gonna be like that. No, eh? no. Listen, no, I I do feel like I, I wasn't trying to start a fight with you. I I have no hard feelings about him and no hard feelings about you. I do feel like. For, I feel like I'm, you're saying I'm not allowed to take a song and say I don't like that song, and that somehow that's <clears throat> that's a um, slam against the composer. It's not. I mean, okay. <clears throat> I I adore Billy Joel. Okay, I'm I'm ashamed to admit it, but I adore Billy Joel. I don't think every song he wrote yeah, is great. <clears throat> I got over that years ago. Okay, there you go. That's fine. You're much more sophisticated musically than I am. I'm saying that I don't have to think every song he does is great. In fact, I don't. Some of them I think are terrible. Do you follow what I'm saying? Do you feel like everything that a, a person who you whose work you like, you you take all of their creativity, all of their creations at the same level, and you can't critique them or dismiss no, one? Not. Okay, so then why are you so why are you so upset when I when I appeared to do it in your eyes? I guess because my feeling about Popeye, which is fastly becoming the title <laughs> of tonight's program. Well, we certainly spent more time on this than we did on the other one. Go on. Popeye is the is a rare exception for me because when I was even when I was a kid and I saw it, yes, I felt like the songs were appropriate. For the telling of Popeye, mm-hmm. but they got it wrong. Even though I think Robin Williams is brilliantly cast, yeah, I so think do he was I. born to play that, and I think I she think was Shelley born. Duvall was born to play absolutely, Olive Oil, and, Paul, and, as Olive. and Paul Dooley as, as Wimpy, absolutely. And then, later so I'm life, sorry. Like, so you're saying, hang on, you're saying the music was all exactly what it needed to be to tell the Popeye story, and the cast, by and large, was well done. That those characters looked the way they were supposed to look and behaved the way they were supposed to behave. But the execution of the story itself by Jules Pfeiffer, the script by Jules Pfeiffer, was yeah. was flawed enough to to negate, negate itself. And that it really should have been a whole different script with those songs and actors intact. Jeez, I never really broke it down that that much with Popeye. It sure has been a while since Listen, I've seen it. I don't think not not that you could tell from this conversation, <laughs> but uh, yes, I don't think Robert Altman gave it this kind of thought. No, I don't think so. All right, let's yeah, leave Popeye behind. So, I'm so sorry I said anything. I'm no, so it was me. I, I brought it up. I just threw it in there as like a I know, I know. inside joke, and, no, no, and now no, it just I, snowballed no, out of control. Yeah, I, come on, I, I, I took the bait. I was oh, like, uh, it wasn't oh, bait. going to go. All right. Listen. Um, I know. <clears throat> well, this is far and away better than Popeye. Uh, this uh, La La Land is. La La Land or this yes. podcast? <laughs> well, <laughs> both. This both. Episode. Yeah, well, I don't know. This episode might be close. <laughs> I was uh, enchanted by the musical uh, numbers, the 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 one on the hill there, um, where they're talking about how they're, they're it's never they're never going to be able to hit it off. There were so many of these things I loved. I loved the playing, the piano work that he did. He learned the piano for this yeah. part. That's incredible. 
in a relatively short period of time, I'm sure. So, 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 so what are your what are your big problems with it? Um, all right, I'll tell you some, but I want to reserve because, the right because I feel like the world must convince you that this is a beautiful thing. Okay, um, I've only I've fallen under its spell once so far. I understand. Um, and I will say that I reserve the right to go back and praise it again later because there were so many things about it I really did enjoy. But ultimately, my my big issue comes down to the following. Um, some of it has to do with expectations, and and so that's part of that is fair, part of that is unfair. Uh, Damien Chazelle, Chazelle did Whiplash, which right. is among probably my top five favorite movies. I love that movie. Wow. I, uh, I love the script. I love the acting. I love all of it. I'm not even nuts about drums and about jazz drums, and I loved it. Wow. <clears throat> and I feel like that movie has an incredibly sophisticated understanding of how people work, uh, how, like uh, the, the, the flaws of, of the human personality and, and capability, and just this amazing depth to it that you don't you really don't see very often. And I feel that that level of profound understanding was left at the door in this movie and that they act like children, they react like children. And in the end there were also, I, you know, I'm supposed to feel broken hearted or I hear around me, everyone is broken hearted by the end of the movie when they were just fucking assholes. Cause there was nothing that happened between them that couldn't have been easily fixed by an adult conversation and just get together and be together. Cause that's what I fucking want you to do. And if you can't do that, then go to hell. That's, that was my feeling. In the end, I wasn't like, oh, dear, it could have been so wonderful. I went, no, they chose not to do the smart thing, and they did this other thing instead, and whatever. They're a bunch of babies. And so I wasn't then swept up at the end. And, oh, it could have been this, and it could have been that. I didn't care. And I felt like the scene, they had a montage for where they're falling. We watched them fight, fight the urge to fall in love. And then the moment they dance at the planetarium... That's them saying, I'm giving myself over to this, this feeling and this possibility that I've been either missing or, re- or hiding from. And then there starts a montage, which has tons of charming stuff in it, of them basically going around to a bunch of different kind of quirky, lesser-seen L.A. or California you know, landmarks. And it's got this peppy music underneath, and there's a little soft shoe in the middle. Um, but... I wanted to enjoy them falling in love more than that. I didn't want to go, oh, yeah, then they fell in love. And that's basically, I think, maybe the end of Act 1 or something because then we pick up and he's playing jazz in a club and she's dancing and it's this crazy, quirky thing and he finishes the song and the music continues and they rush off over to their table and then his old friend comes up and offers him a job and now we start down this road of how things are going to be now more difficult for them. And I never got to really enjoy the part where they were together. It just felt like in some cases they kept having montages to cover stuff that might have been interesting to have scenes to do. And so we just had this big fight scene, which was a realistically written fight scene, but I didn't feel that the movie had earned that. If you look at that scene and you compare it to the opening, your your Glee opening, those don't seem like they belong in the same picture. And I didn't feel like... I just didn't feel like there was uh, enough... It wasn't depth. the glee aspect that was violating, in your opinion. It did, no, it didn't. It didn't upset me. The glee, the glee aspect. It was. I was fine with it, essentially. Although I, 
I do want to think about why why they did that. I mean, part of it is just this is La La Land, and, and maybe what they're saying is everything is sort of going to be superficial. Maybe that's what that opening number means. Oh, I took it to mean that everybody everybody has some dream. But it's so... That, that their daily existence somehow prevents them from from getting to. That, that was my... It was my takeaway okay. from the opening scene, but stylistically, it's so different from the rest of the movie that I feel like you could just you just cut it off. Yeah, yeah but I mean, but here's the thing: if you have the reverence you do for the movie, I don't understand how you can then also feel like part of it could be excised. Isn't it more likely that you're not understanding the function of that? <clears throat> hey, I'm I'm I, I'm not attacking. Willing to I'm admit, just, hold on. Yeah, I'm willing to admit the whole's greater than the sum of its parts. For me, and I can't explain why. Okay. Maybe. Okay. Maybe I need to see it a second time. <laughs> because, yeah, maybe I'm uh, maybe I'm I'm feeling a little bit of the love from everyone around. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he's trying. What? He's trying. I, you know. Yeah. I, I I felt like it was a beautifully executed homage to. The old school musical, and there were enough little moments that I, 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 I empathized with mm-hmm. with with both of them, and what they were trying to do, and what they were going through with each other. Right. Um, let's see. Cause now I feel and, like, and I found myself having less and less issues with it. I just became more willing to forgive. That's uh, that's sort of what I think is happening, but. Uh, just in general, I feel like I've kind of taken the air out of this, which wasn't my intention at all. Everyone who listens to our discussion of this is going to hate me and everything I say and everything I stand for. Uh, by and large, the, the numbers have to be way in, in favor of uh, it being this transportive thing. I just didn't get caught up in it in, at the end the way others did. But I, there's so Heart much. Of ab- <laughs> there's so there's so much about it that is delightful. Um, and I have such tremendous respect for uh, Damien and the and the main actors involved. I just didn't always uh, follow it. I, I'm also thrilled that somebody's writing a, a, a music a movie musical for a movie that it's happening. I would love to see more stuff like this. So it's not like I've got to stick up my ass about that part of it. And playing with the form, and clearly they had an awareness of what came before, and there was enough reference to those sorts of things. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm you know I'm not a particular fan of Casablanca, right? But you know I'm not gonna not, I'm not gonna fault the movie for you know including a reference to it. I'm like, yeah, okay, I know it. Yeah, okay, it means a lot to a million people. Uh, possibly, fine, fine. You know, I'm just I don't know. It's uh, multiple references are made to it, not just uh, overtly where she points at right. the window, but. Um, the scene uh, where she comes in at the end and unexpectedly sees him in the thing is an echo of Casablanca yeah. and, and the giant, yeah. the giant yeah. portrait on the wall in her bedroom. Isn't that uh, poster Ber- Bergman? Yeah. Is it a poster? I thought it was mm-hmm. a mural. I thought it was right on the wall. Yeah, no, no, that, that's Ingrid Bergman from the the classic poster for that oh, very it might movie. Be, but that that pose of uh, of Ingrid Bergman. I believe is is basically taken from the classic one. Sh- right, right. Did you think I was 
knocking them for referring or or there was something you said like I'm not going to hold it against them that they reference these other movies. Uh, I'm not sure no, why why you went there. That you were. No, 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 no. I didn't need to imply that you were. I, I just meant that you know, like for me, I would almost have rather there not been any reference to a specific film, okay. but just to the genre in general. Okay. Okay. Easy for me to kind of latch onto that and say, well, you know, why do you have me focusing my memories in on a specific non-musical in the midst of this musical? Right. And that's just aside from my own personal right. Partly, relationship. I mean, and, 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 yeah, but, and um, I, I don't see actually why, um, because there aren't echoes in the story structure or whatever, other than the fact that, spoiler alert, the lovers don't end up together. Other than that, it doesn't have anything yeah. in common. So they may have been doing that as a way of uh, foreshadow. I don't know. It's a bit, I mean, it, it just seemed like a bit of an inorganic reference if you really want to break it down. Right. But again, I, I just – I was just willing to forgive it. You know, it's like, well, it's not – it, it, was, it was not offending me as much as most musicals do. Okay. And the <laughs> now, two of them were incredible no. and very appealing, and 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 the whole everything, the set design, the cinematography, this was uh, this was eye candy of the highest order. Yes. Now, and, uh, hang on a second. You started. You just said it was not offending me as much as other musicals do. That's a world of difference from the man who opened the show and who was gushing. I want you to gush. I want you to own that. That the way you were transported, it's absolutely fine and terrific. I wish I'd been on that ride with you. I just I didn't happen to be able to go there. Um, yeah, I wish uh, you know. I wish the audio survived from that gushing of mine. <laughs> Too bad the audience is never going to hear it. Um, <laughs> I don't know if that's true, but hang on. Well, I don't I know. Want... There's definitely there's definitely something about the uh, the general romantic atmosphere of this movie that 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 got me under its spell yeah it swept you up I, that's and yeah it, i've been walking on a cloud i was thinking about the two of them and honestly i was swept up too until the one hour point which is basically when they start pursuing her she starts to pursue her writing and he starts to work with uh john legend and be in a regular band or whatever i felt like the writing got more generic there and more non, just uh, a little more pat there. But it doesn't matter. Up to that point, I was I was all in, even for the Glee stuff. I mean, I was just all in. I was really having a great time. I wanted to stop one second real quickly and jump and say that you were talking about, like, having references to Casablanca or any other specific movies. And it made me think that this uh, musical is to musical lovers and cinephiles to a certain extent. The way uh, the Force Awakens and Rogue One are to Star Wars nerds, because both of those movies are packed with little, tiny, sometimes completely obscure references to the universe of Star Wars, much in the way that this one is. Can you think of another movie musical that references Hollywood, like actual Hollywood, in that way? Oh yeah, um, I think there's a reference in How to Marry a Millionaire to something that one of them did before, either 
Rosalind Russell or uh, uh, Marilyn Monroe. Uh, yeah, there's uh, probably gen- I, I, gentlemen. I, okay, I I, I I brag with my deep knowledge before I can't <laughs> recall anything off the top. No, of that's my okay. Head. That's okay. I feel like this is on un- this whole episode is about just shaming me and putting <laughs> no, me in the, putting me in the stocks. No, not at all. You're my hero. I was excited because oh. of your love of music to hear you talk about this movie. I was I was actually afraid you weren't going to like it. I wanted you to uh, be a champion of this uh, a movie, and I think you did well up to a certain point until you had me start bagging on it. Don't do that, brother. We should have gone the other way. It should have been a love fest. Um, no, 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 no. No. I mean, <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, we need... Hey, man... It's all about discourse, man. Okay, all right, we got there. I'm trying to think. I mean, we saw we saw J.K. Simmons uh, pop through here. Oh, I know. I wanted to talk about. Let's see. Um, now I've forgotten his name. Gosling, Ryan Gosling. Um, I have mentioned on the show before the Place Beyond the Pines, I believe, <laughs> um, which I liked a lot, um, but had some, you know, as usual, had issues with. But his part of it, I really liked a lot. It's kind of a triptych, you know, three different, follows three different people that are interrelated. I need to see it again. Oh, okay. And, but Crazy Stupid Love. Have you seen that movie? I'm guessing you have. No, I've not. It is extremely charming, and he is funny in it. Uh, You know, it's just a a solid movie. But the two of them, Hmm. the two of them are, you know, uh, come together in that movie. Emma and Ryan are um, a couple in that eventually. No spoilers there. I think it was it was part of the trailer and all the material. And that's another thing I've seen him in lately that I liked a lot, but I, I saw him in, oh, gosh, ages ago. It was uh, Lars and the Real Girl. That cat has got a oh, really, yeah. really interesting filmography because he's not just going for the pretty boy stuff. He's really... I never really paid attention to him until a couple of years ago. Uh, my wife made me watch The Notebook. Yeah, which I also saw. And then, uh, and well, he was okay in Drive. I wasn't crazy about Drive. I wasn't either. Altogether, so his brooding silence just like it didn't help, right, for me. But uh, the nice guys. Well, absolutely, uh, we both enjoyed the hell out of that. Me over to him. What I yeah. need to go find is. Uh, it's going to be hard. We got to look at Blue Valentine. Maybe make Blue Valentine in Manchester by the Sea. Eh? Yeah, <laughs> a double oh, feature, yeah. and I'll just ha- I'll have a, a noose ready when I sit down. But um, but Half Nelson, which is something he did in 2006, um, uh, an indie he did back then, got a lot of um, buzz, and that's something I feel like I should go back and see. Maybe mm-hmm. you and and uh, our listeners might be good to do that. And of course, he is going to be in Blade Runner 20, uh, 2049. And uh, I wanted to get your take on how do you feel about the existence of such a film? I think you froze. Um, I there saw that trailer, uh, or, or the, 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 the teaser. Yeah. How do I feel about that? That's a really good question. Because I, I feel like it almost it's almost a two-pronged question. Because it really should be, how do you feel about that? And how do you feel about Harrison Ford being in it? Oh, wow. Yeah. Because I feel like I could I could almost go along with a later story in that world. Yes. 
But man, without Decker, yeah. What is up with Harrison Ford, man? Is he just gonna like, like, like keep doing like these installments from all his previous movies <laughs> to just pass the torch on to the next generation? I don't, I don't know. But what I do want to say about that is, what did I want to say to you? Oh, well, wasn't there a whole studio release versus the director's cut versus Decker is a robot versus Decker is a human? Aren't there multiple there releases are... that tell that have essentially profoundly different um, definitions for what he is? I would not say profoundly different. Okay. The the differences the differences that the differences between the versions that uh, that hint at Deckard being a replicant. Replicant. Are... I want to apologize for saying robot. I know it's replicant. I just couldn't find the word in my head. Small. No, oh, okay. I... So, but hang on a second. So, d- doesn't his existence in this world later undo that mysterious? Or I, I don't understand how he could be in existence. Wouldn't he have died off, or wouldn't he have failed if he was a replicant? So, the very fact that he's existing—well, that's just it. It's, it's problematic in ways I don't think they re- they fully understood when they uh, when they devised it. <laughs> Unless when it comes out, they have a richer definition or something that expands our understanding anyway can't um, can't happen <laughs> i mean I, I i mean i don't know yeah I, I, you know i'm sure a lot of people didn't tune in to hear about blade runner but if you really want to go into it no no I, that's okay that's all right i was just touching on it really it's a total contradiction because at the beginning of blade runner he gets called back by his old boss, played by M.M. at Walsh. Yes. Oh, the fantastic You know, he's M. like, M. oh, I need, you, I need you back for this one. This is a bad one, right? Yeah. So Deckard's already been around for a really long time, right. which means they had the technology to make replicants live more than four years, but they just decided not to do it. Okay. And then all that bullshit that Terrell tells... Uh, Roy, you see where I'm going with this? I do, I do. Now, now we get to the now we get to the reason why I have such an issue with Harrison Ford being in it in the 2049. Right, I understand. They should have. They just should have found. They just should have been creative enough to not rest on the crutch of Harrison Ford still breathing. (laughs) Yes. Well, you know. Okay, we can we can leave uh, that uh, line of uh, discussion. Uh, I wanted to touch briefly on Emma uh, Emma Stone. Is there a performance of hers other than this one that really uh, stood out for you? Do you remember the first time you saw her or a notable? Oh, sure, yeah, of course. The first time I saw her was uh, was a super band. There you go. And I know I saw her in something else or something other else. I just can't remember what it was. Zombieland. Um, Zombieland but, is yeah, fantastic. I've, really, I saw the beginning of Zombieland. I saw like the, the the this with um Jesse Eisenberg. What's his name? Uh, <laughs> yes. Jesse Eisenberg okay. and Woody yeah, Harrelson. No, I, only saw the, I only saw the beginning with him and the girl. Okay. I didn't really get far. Okay. So yeah, but there's. I, go so, on. I, I I know that whenever I've seen her, she's never she's never let me down. Yeah, she's great. Uh, and Birdman, of course, fantastic in that. So uh, just to touch on a few, she's uh, terrific. 
I want to see what Damien. So they tell me. <laughs> I want to see what Damien Chazelle is, what he's got coming up, if he has anything. Um, oh, he just uh, he just signed Ghost for uh, a biopic. It's not musical. Okay. It's um, I can't remember. Well, it's it promises to be interesting. As a director, I look forward or... to Whiplash. Um, the life of Neil Armstrong. The life, the life of Neil Armstrong. Yeah, um, that, that would be, be that could be cool. Um, you're saying you look forward to Whiplash? Did you never see Whiplash? I, I did say I look forward to Whiplash. I didn't realize you hadn't seen it. Oh boy. Okay. No. <laughs> um, Which is amazing because I well I, I actually work at a music college so yeah I I talked to a lot of people about it when it came out and. The, the basic consensus was that the movie didn't go far enough in its portrayal of a band director. Oh, wow. That's so, uh, hardcore. Uh, ah! <laughs> I'll, uh, I, 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 I look forward to it. I love Simmons. I can't wait. Listen. Yeah, I can't wait it to would, you should see what it's all about. Do see yourself the favor. Do yourself a favor. See it. You will enjoy it. I'm pretty sure. And if you don't, I want you to come back here and, and ruin it for me. The way I ruin everything for everyone else. All right. I think I just had one little piece Don't of... Don't worry. Don't worry, everybody. <laughs> the days where I ruin something are coming. Are coming. Uh, I had one little piece of trivia that I thought was kind of interesting, which goes a little something like other than the fact that he taught him, didn't teach himself piano, but that he learned piano for the role, was that Emma Watson and Miles Teller were the original actors that they wanted for this movie miles teller being from whiplash having worked with damien before emma watson uh backed out or whatever to go do uh beauty and the beast the disney live action musical beauty and the beast best best move she ever made best Uh, move she ever made i don't think she would in this and um, definitely not against gosling i'm not sure when when teller left the project but when um, Ryan Gosling stepped into this one, he had to turn down the part of the Beast in Beauty and the Beast. So I just found that kind of an interesting crossover that uh, she left this project for one movie and he left that movie for this project. And I often wonder, or I would like to wonder a little bit about what it would be like without Emma Stone, but I can't because the two of them together are perfection. And that's the last thing I'm going to say. Yeah, yeah. I really could not imagine this with anyone else. Yeah, uh, nor I. Other than the two of them. (laughs) Uh, Listen, folks, thank you for uh, taking the time to join us once again. Did you have something you wanted to add there, Dr. G? Nope. Nope? Okay. I thought I heard you. No, uh... I did not. (laughs) I thought I heard you start to say something. Okay. Uh, Thanks for listening, folks. Uh, For now and until next time, the doctors are out. going to do the countdown. Are you ready to make magic? I think I am. Five, four, three. Count it down from three. Sorry. Three, two, 
Good evening and welcome once again to Hollywood RX. The doctors are in. 